Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. You are going to love this conversation with Amy J. She cares for others so deeply, has such a great sense of humor, and brings a calming presence to any room she walks into. Welcome, Amy J. Hi, Barbara. This Thank is... you so much. That's so sweet to say. Thank oh, you. Oh, I'm so excited about this conversation, and I know I really think everyone that you know is just so blessed to have you in their life. And I'm excited for you to share a little bit more about you and your strengths. And so I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Well, tell us a little bit about you, who you are, where you are, and what you do. Okay. So I live in College Station, Texas, Aggie Land, as some people know. And I am a special education teacher at our local high school. I work with students um, who, most of my students have autism. And so they have maybe some um, struggles with emotional regulation or um, social awareness. So I work to help them be successful in school, to integrate into different classrooms. And it's great, I love it so much. That's great. Well, I'm I'm trying to think about when we first met, and I'm not sure exactly where it was. I know just um, both of us working with crew, we probably heard about each other a lot, but I always heard your name, and you were just like a celebrity. And then I feel like we first maybe met when we were on summer mission in Greece. Is that your recollection, or was it before well, then? I have to say, I met you, I think it was in the fall of 2005. Um, And that was before you came to Greece. And I know we got to know each other more when you came to Greece. But I have to say that the first time I remember meeting you was at um, Pine Cove, at the fall retreat, I think it was 05. And you were leading a mom's time, or wife's time, or women's time. Yeah. (laughs) And um you said something like, just if you need, if you have any thoughts or you need any information, it'll be on the wall or you could just <laughs> post it on the wall. And I didn't know what the wall was. And I thought, golly, she's so tech savvy and she's shepherding all these women and she knows how to, to talk do. your language. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't know what the wall was, but I learned after that, it was because of you that I under I learned about. Facebook. And I felt silly to ask somebody that question. But anyway, it was so well to your credit, though, hadn't you been living overseas for a long time at that point? So you weren't really using Facebook much. Is that true? That's true. true. And that's very nice. But you know, they did have Facebook there. I mean, it was an American social media platform. But nevertheless, it you could be on it in another country, too. So well, anyway, that's that's a funny story. Yeah, just um, we're just trying to help people like you, moms, yes. reach the world and be 
be connected. And yeah, that's funny. The, the little takeaways that we all have at different meetings that we never even know about sometimes. Right. That's so true. Yeah. So when we, um, we'll tell a little bit about your history just with crew, like where you've been, cause you've kind of had a interesting path. Yes. Yeah, so, um, I studied, uh, history at AM and, um, but really I, I often say I majored in ministry because I really, really learned how to, um, you know, serve others through the ministry of Campus Crusade for Christ at the time, which is now crew, um, as a college student. And when I graduated or as I was graduating, I joined staff with the organization and I was assigned to Baylor and I was there for a couple years. And, um, then I got married and went overseas. Um, my husband and I, my husband, Chris, um, he was at Texas tech and we married and we went to Asia and we were thinking we would just go for a stint year for one year. And as soon as we got over there, we were like, one year is just not enough. And so we committed for two. And then we did that about five more times. And so <laughs> we stayed there for about 10 years. And then from there, we transitioned um, into Greece. Uh, and we were in Athens, which is where you and I got to know each other more. Um, and we were there for five years. And then we moved back to the U.S. and um, are here in College Station. And he works in a, as a leadership pastor in our local church. And we were on staff. We're still affiliate staff. And we were with um, staff for the first couple of years back in the States. But we've been back a while now. And um, during that time, I've transitioned into education. But... Um, we have three sons, and they are all currently at a right now. Whoop. Whoop. And um, hopefully the first one will be graduating this December. So mm, That's a big accomplishment. Yes. Oh. Well, that's really neat just to hear just kind of just the different places that um, y'all have been. And I know just a myriad of stories of things that you learned and people you met in each of those places. Um, yeah. Well, tell me about, um, your top five strengths, like what they are and kind of how you have, what you've learned about those or what you're enjoying about your strengths these days. Yeah. Uh, so my five strengths are empathy, adaptability, relator, developer, and connectedness. And I think it's kind of funny, the the last one being connectedness, because really I see all five strengths as just like one thing. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all connected and they all go together and um, touch each other. So I mean, <laughs> and hug each other. And they do, they do. And it's like one giant big feeling. That's what the strength <laughs> is. It's like a giant walking feeling. Oh. And, um, <laughs> So it can be kind of crazy sometimes for me in that way. And also, I mean, I'm, I I feel like I have struggled to understand my purpose, my usefulness, you know, it's not like I've struggled with comparing myself to others. Like, oh, I wish I had her strengths or his strengths. I don't feel like it's really been that I want to be somebody else. 
It's just trying to understand what I am supposed to do, you know? So um, what do I do with all these feelings? And (laughs) so um, it it can be funny because it's true. I mean, people over the years, as I've learned about my strengths growing up, people would say, oh, you just make me feel calm. And I would think that was so interesting because I was like, I don't feel calm. (laughs) But it's true. It's so true. It's It's why everyone wants to be with you. We all need you in our life. (laughs) I just think it, it, to me, it's just really puzzling. I just always find it so puzzling. And, um, you know, I think I, I, I was told like early on before strengths finder and different things, I was told, Oh, you're like glue. And I'd be like, oh, yeah. I didn't really, I mean, I, I guess I kind of had an idea of what that, what, what that meant. But um, as I would read, like, you take spiritual gift tests and, like, um, look at Ephesians 4. And I was like, I'm just not really one of those. And I know there's more gifts than giftings of the Spirit than are listed in this particular passage and that there's other passages too, but I just couldn't really find it. And then one time I was reading it in Ephesians four about how the joints um, are supplied. And I don't know how, but somehow we looked up what physically does supply our joints that make, make them move. And it is synovial fluid. There's synovial fluid in our in our knees and our elbows or whatever. And that synovial fluid, I decided, was the glue. And that that's what I, you know, it's not listed there explicitly, but that's what I kind of came to kind of hang my hat on as what I contribute. Well, then as I learn about my, my Clifton strengths, I really see that kind of um, extrapolated out a little bit more. And so that really was helpful. Yeah. So that's, I love that analogy. Like you said, I think um, even seeing what your strengths are and that they're a variety of them and like in the, the core clarity system, they are one in each of the quadrants. And so you are like that's, like you said, the glue, like a stabilizer, someone that can kind of, kind of be the person to stabilize whatever's going on in a meeting or family, because you kind of have a pulse on all the, not all the different strengths, but you do have one in each, you have a variety of the strengths. And um, I don't know, I love that analogy. That's really great. It was helpful. And I do, I think like when I am in a meeting, when I have been in team, you know, working particularly on a team or whatever you do, I, I do feel like um, other people are able to execute and make things happen, but I am able to, to get to the bottom line pretty quickly. I can get to the bottom line. I can't do much with the bottom line. But that's all right. I just, I can get there and I can participate in the conversation and then affirm, um, you know, others for 
for what they're doing or where how they're, they're leading or yeah, where they're going to take it. Well, yeah. So what, like, what does your empathy look like to you? Like, um, that's my number three strength, but I feel like it's sometimes number one. Um, mm-hmm. I see that. I would think that that would be number one for you, but. Well, like with Myers-Briggs, I'm all feeling and no thinking. So I, I am very <laughs> feeling. And so. Yes. Yes. I, um, so yeah. What is, how does that look for you in your life? Yeah. I feel like, especially right now, um, but even in the past two, I just didn't, I wasn't as aware of it in the past, but I feel like it primarily comes out in the way I am always seeking to create an environment where people can feel a sense of belonging. Um, As a school teacher, you know, we, we have our classroom and other teachers will come in and say, what's your theme? What, you know, like how you're decorating your room or whatever. And I don't really have a theme. Um, I have this big sign on my wall that says hello and welcome. (laughs) And that's, you know, I just feel like (laughs) my theme is you can be here. Mm. You know, you can be here. I love that. And um, I just, it doesn't have a lot of bling with it, but um, I think that's really where I see my empathy come out is I see these high school kids and they're, all over the place. Sometimes, you know, they're on the verge of feeling like they're going over the edge because they're either stressed out by schoolwork or tests or stuff going on at home, or they have uh, a deficit um, in regulating their emotions, or they have a deficit in social awareness um, or self-awareness. Well, I can identify with all of that. I can't always regulate my regulate my emotions or manage them or know what to call them or name and identify them. And I don't know, you know, um, I get overwhelmed with my responsibilities or what's going on in the world. And so I really identify with these teenagers and feel like that's where my empathy can be utilized. Just um, letting them know it's going to be okay. And um, letting them know that, you know, it's, they're not crazy for feeling those things. And it's, it's fun. It's fun. Wow. Well, and I think even as you were saying that I can hear just your relator strength and your developer, your connectedness, like you say, they're all just kind of one big, ball. it's a big, one big ball. <laughs> yeah. It really is. Well, it's like you're a relator. You, you like to be one-on-one or really have a more meaningful conversation than some people might. And your developer, you are people's cheerleader and you want them to thrive and do well. And But the connectedness too, it's like you can see, like you can maybe have a vision or kind of identify hope or something to someone as you're talking with them in a way that they could hear. 
And I think one of the ways, maybe it's the connectedness piece, but one of the ways that I think I, I don't, I'm not a cheerleader in the sense of, come on, you can do it. You can do it. Like I'm not a lot of rah, rah. Um, but I am a person, I get energized. I get energized sometimes by another person's struggle, which is weird, but I feel a connectedness because I think if, if you have the challenges that you have and you have these overwhelming needs of where you are in life, but you show up every day so bravely, so courageously, put your shoes on, get dressed and get here. Well, then I can do that too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I really get energized by seeing other people live out their lives, living out their faith, or if they don't have a faith in Christ, but they're, but they are overcoming uh, maybe by bootstraps or whatever um, the supports that they have then it really inspires me to do the same. Well, then I think that that um, turns around and I'm able to um, encourage them for what they're doing, which is a form of affirmation and cheering somebody on. Yeah. A develop, develop yeah, developing. Kind of strength. Yeah. But I really take what they bring. It's, it's more what others you know, what I am able to see in others, it's seeing people. They're not invisible to me there. I really see them. And then I, I use what I see in them, um, to, um, you know, develop and relate. And so, you know, I, I grew, I grew up with my mom saying to me, People are important and relationships are everything. People are important and relationships are everything. And I think it was kind of a, a subtle message, not a subtle, a direct message to my dad, who maybe could become, you know, really project oriented to get to, you know, the goal uh, or to complete this project. And she would always be like, don't mow people down, you know, when you're, you know, getting your work accomplished. And so I think I really, that, that, resonated and kind of stuck with me that little message of you know, people are important relationships with everything and just the value of each person and what they they bring and so wanting to you know make sure people feel seen and heard and um valued and well I can attest to just how well, you do that. And I, I don't know, I, sometimes when we've been able to have lunch or coffee, it's just always such a highlight to me. But um, even recently, just with this podcast, um, it, it's kind of a different um, venue. And I've mentioned before, it's not like something I ever really thought, oh, I want to do a podcast, but I'm just so driven about this topic and people and people meeting everybody I know and hearing their strengths in action. But when you texted me maybe a month ago and said, I finally got to listen to it and it's so great and it's so awesome. And you're, I mean, you were just like, it just breathed, breathed so much life into me because mm. I, 
sometimes you can feel like not seen or heard doing a podcast, even though that's crazy. Cause it's like, well, who's listening? I don't know who's listening. Yes. But, but just that, um, that encouragement and you seeing and hearing and affirming me in this endeavor was just so life-giving and I appreciate that so much. And I, I love thinking about those high school students that you get to interact with every day and just the hope that you bring to them and all the other people you see too, but that's probably your main focus at this point. Well, yes, at this time, I mean, that's, that's where, yeah, uh, my focus is, but I think, you know, Barbara, when you, what, what is encouraging so much about your podcast to me is that it's a, it's a walk of faith. You know, it's, you're, you're using what you have and what you know and what you see in others, the, the empathy you have for others and wanting things it all, all to be connected, but you're maximizing that and seeing that happen. You know, it's like for me with empathy, I think, you know, when I first learned that I really do have this, that's what that big giant feeling is. <laughs> that's a that's a strength and it's something. I didn't value. think of it as a strength. Yeah. I just thought, oh, I'm so, you know, I didn't know if I was okay that I had so many feelings. You know, that'll anyway. Um, you know, you think, oh, what do you do with empathy? Well, maybe you start a hospital, or you, yeah, you become a nurse, or you start an orphanage, or you, you have some big outcome, and because I. I'm not wired to, I don't, I don't want to go start a hospital or an orphanage. I mean, I want to maybe work alongside with them, but I, um, I'm not one of those take charge, make it happen, create something out of nothing mm-hmm. kind of people. And so I'm so inspired. I was so inspired by your podcast because it's, it's, you're creating something and, um, making a platform for others all of it. It's just cool. It's just really cool. But, um, yeah, I think just recognizing that, you know, I used to just feel like, Oh, I'm just emotional. (laughs) I went through this thing. Um, and, and, and kind of like that feeling I mentioned earlier, it's like an oxymoron because people would say, Oh, I feel so calm around you or you make me feel calm or something or peaceful and um, your safe place, these kinds of things. Well, I was named at one of the, you know, development um, activities that I got to take part in that Chris and I got to take part in at one point I was given a name and it was peaceful Harbor which resonated. That made sense that people, friends would see that or experience that for me, a peaceful harbor, but it wasn't always a true state, a true, um, and we talked about this um, in the session that I had, that it wasn't always accurate because I'm really a turbulent harbor. It's like, yeah, I'm a harbor, but inside I'm kind of churning all the time because I feel you know, the weight of the world, I feel the weight of the experiences that, you know, my friends are having. And it's all related, all the broken parts, touch all the broken parts. And so what do I, I do with all that? And so I, 
I churn with it. So that's why I was like this, this oxymoron of, you know, a mixture of peace and turbulence mm. at the same time. Wow. So do you feel like what you're saying is the turbulence kind of is more really that you're seeing and experiencing from others, but maybe, and so you're just feeling the weight of that, but it's not necessarily your, I mean, I'm sure you have hard things and your own suffering, but generally it's the weight of others pain and suffering. Yeah, I would say generally it is. And, um, you know, just how it's all related and connected together. And so I think a, you know, a big piece of that was just some of the, the racial brokenness um, in our country and wanting to see healing, uh, racial healing and, and seeing, you know, misunderstandings and attitudes um, in our culture that seem to further um, bring hurt to the situation, um, to the reality, then bring healing to the reality. And so what can I do? You know, that, that, that what can I do about that? You know, um, would come to the front and just sitting with it and being prayerful feels very, um, limiting sometimes, you know, it's like giving it over to the Lord and trusting, I'm banking everything on him, you know, um, but, but also looking for my part, what, what would he have me do? What do you, have there, I mean, I feel like from the, some of the things I've heard from you over the years, I mean, it feels like you are stepping into some of those spaces or what has that looked like in the, I mean, that it's, it's a challenging situation. And, but I admire just your heart and wanting to, to grow and, and be a, a person that kind of makes, makes a difference in those spaces. What does that look like for you? Well, I think, you know, a little bit, it was, it was joining with some other, it has been joining with some others, learning a lot from others who have that, you know, have experience, um, their lived experiences. But um, I really, I'm an independent person, but I really enjoy being part of a team. And so it was really linking arms with others that um, were using have been using their voice to um, help highlight some of the experiences that others that are different than me have had and elevating and platforming their voice. Um, So, you know, uh, it kind of just came about inadvertently, but uh, a small group began be the bridge to racial reconciliation here in the Brazos Valley or in college, Bryan College Station that I got to be a part of and just opening up my home for a lot of the discussions and meetings to take place, facilitating them. That's kind of what that mainly looked like um, here in our community. And it was really, you know, it's not over, but um, by any means, but um, 
as I transitioned into my role at the school, other people have come to the front and I've kind of stepped to the side um, from, ho- from hosting as many things. But that was one way that mm. that looked. Uh, that's great. Well, I know just your, just your compassionate heart is so, it draws everyone in and it's just neat to, to see and to think about just the ways I'm sure just your involvement in doing that and leading that, like you say, opening your home is just um, embracing your strengths and continuing to use them just for God's glory. And um, one of the things we talked about earlier, um, I think a little bit, I mean, you've kind of referred to a little bit, just the weight of your empathy, but um, even just kind of some of the wisdom that you've, used lately in like not being as kind of not putting yourself out there quite as much with um, things to experience all the weight of the world. What does that look like for you? Yeah, I, I feel like um, I have pretty much, re, you know, step, taken a step away from social media just to kind of narrow the focus for myself um, and working with students with disabilities. Um, I really need more space, mental space to um, step away and, um, you know, focus on the beauty of, of Christ. I, I see the beauty in my, in my students, um, but just definitely focus on who he is and how he's the one that shoulders all of our broken parts. And I, I definitely like to do hands-on manual labor. Like I do a lot of physical work at home, whether that's yard in the yard and, or in, in the house. And that, that really helps too to, you know, work it out, get that, uh, what is it? The cortisol in my brain uh-huh. flowing. So. Well, I, I love just hearing just about you and just a little glimpse of how these strengths are just reflected in you in your everyday life and even just kind of um, getting a tiny glimpse as we're zooming to do this conversation and just just the invitation of just your home I mean I've just been there a few times but just it is such a welcoming place but you are the the person that makes that happen and invites people in in spaces like that and you're just such a gift to the world. So I appreciate you. Well, do you have any advice um, for anybody that might have any of the strengths you have? Um, just kind of how think anything in particular you've learned, I mean, you shared a little bit, but anything else that um, you think someone that maybe they work with somebody that has your strengths or live with someone, any um, little nuggets that you'd like to share? 
I think, yeah, maybe just that it's okay if you can't answer the question. You know, it's okay. I mean, I, I think it's okay um, that you, you know, we are taught that we want to have an attitude of excellence and we want to be effective and we want to make an impact and we want to be purposeful and we want to have a mission. What's your impact statement and all of this, it, it's good. We don't want to, we certainly don't want to be ineffective and we certainly don't want to be purposeless and um, not invest what we've been given. But I think it's okay to, to say, you know, I'm just, I'm just being, being a person that is just being here is also okay to, to just come alongside others and help their life be a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. It has meaning. I really struggled through the years, like with that passage in Matthew 25 about um, the talents, not talents as in strengths, but the bags Mm -hmm. of gold Uh talents, you know, bags of gold or whatever. And, you know, how the one invested the 10 and then the one invested the five and the one buried his. And I felt like, oh, I must be the one that buried mine because I didn't turn five into five five more, 10 into 10 more because I don't produce things. I don't have any more bags of gold (laughs) to show. Yeah. Um, And I think just coming to learn that, you know, maybe I don't have a lot of data or stats or metrics Mm -hmm. to look at, but the Lord is the one that is the Lord of the harvest and he's the Lord of, of what is produced. And he's the one that produces the fruit and I can just come alongside others and be with them. And just that being with that withness is a thing that is a strength that is okay to have. It's enough, you know? Yeah. Oh, that gives me chill bumps. I mean, that's um, so you put that so well because, but it is, even though you're, you said not the talents of your strengths, but it's like, those are your strengths that, that empathy that will, I mean, all the things that are your strengths. And it's like, yet those don't show up in the way, like you said, in such a measurable way, but your presence and who you are and how you love others is, is you multiplying your strengths, your talents. And so I think, yeah, because we have some of the similar, some similar strengths and it is easy. I think maybe when we're more, um, lean more toward people or yeah, even though other people that get things done know that people are part of the equation too, but I think that is where our strengths show up. I mean, I think just remembering yeah it looks different so I just yeah. think you put that so well of um really the idea of like embracing who God made you and that is I mean I love the slogan that your mother like taught you from a young age and yeah um so well, it is funny to have five things that are all others centric you know mm-hmm. like they're all out there 
in that yeah. way. So, yeah. Well, I have one last question. What has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? Well, uh, one of the things has been that um, Chris and I have been married 25 years um, since last December. But this summer we went on a bus trip. We um, have a bus and we renovated it or converted it into a RV kind of thing. And we... Um, I've had it for a few years, but I think we do like to do do it yourself projects that, you know, restore things that are kind of no longer useful and turning them into something that restoring them to something that is. And so we um, just did a long road trip and saw friends and um, places where, where we honeymooned 25 years ago. And it was just really a tender moment, some tender moments of, of standing there thinking, golly, we never would have imagined what God was writing in our lives when we were here that week yeah. after we married. Gosh. And um, we also got to go to where he trusted Christ mm. at 15, so 40 years ago, the very spot he sat. And oh. again, it was just, it was really, it was really significant. Um, That's so special. Know, memory for us. Yeah. Wow. Just to have that, that look back on all that's happened in 25 years. It's amazing. Yeah. And just love summertime. I love, you know, easy days and I love all the seasons, but certainly just enjoying, um, long, long, easy days. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking time to, um, share a little bit about your life and your strengths. And I know um, anyone that has any of these strengths, they're going to be encouraged and inspired. And, and hopefully if they don't have them, they'll appreciate maybe more the people around them that might have your strengths. So thank you so much. It's been such a fun conversation. So you are the best. Thank you. Thank you, Barbara. It's been great to be with you. And I really I'm so excited for the way that you're doing this. It's really encouraging. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.